0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, 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 hey. What up, what up, though? It's your boy Reggie Watkins, and you're listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review, subscribe, comment. Please don't be hating. And if you like the show, tell a friend, share it, tell somebody to come over and check us out. You can find us everywhere you find your podcast, wherever you listen to it now. Uh, but mostly, the Believe Podcast Network, that's dot com or Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Tune in, listen in, listen up. I don't even know if that's a real thing. My man Kevin Cleland is running the show, engineer producing. Kevin, was cracking? How you doing, brother? Hey, Reg, doing pretty darn good. Uh, got the big old game on Sunday, so looking forward yeah. to the uh, to the end of the season here. Yeah, yeah, we got the Super Bowl coming up, and we're going to talk about the Super Bowl and, and all the happenings going on around it. We're going to make our picks for the game. But you know what we got to do first. You know what we got to do first. We got to talk about that bad man, the King James. Yes, indeed. Coming up next. All right, on Tuesday... You know, I'm just going to start this. Let me just say this. I, LeBron, so we all know, LeBron James broke the NBA all-time scoring record on Tuesday versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, He now sits atop of the league with points, 38,390, passing Kareem, who had 38,387. This was a record that most people thought would never be broken. It stood for 38 years. 38 years (laughs) this thing hold on was it 38 because kareem broke it in 84 am i I correct kevin correct yeah 1984 i remember 84 and lebron just broke it in 2023 so that would be let me make sure i got my math right am i doing the math right kevin is it it is 39 years 39 years yep 39 years um This record stood and it was a record that nobody thought would be broken. And LeBron James did it in less games than it took Kareem to do it. He's also number four all time in assists behind Chris Paul. Jason Kidd and John Stockton. John Stockton's record will never be broken. 15,806. It's it's impossible. Jason Kidd is retired with 12,091. Chris Paul is at 11,291. Who knows if he'll get there. I doubt it unless he plays like two more seasons and can average nine to 10 assists a game. LeBron James, you know, he's Chris Paul is continuing to play. So he's not going to pass Chris Paul. He could get, pass jason kidd if chris chris paul could pass jason kidd and lebron could get up there to number three lebron is also number nine all-time in steals he's number 10 all-time in defensive rebounds he's number 32 i think all-time in rebounds and will probably end up in the top 20 once it's all said and done i'm not going to argue this goat Stuff anymore. I'm just, I'm done with it. At this point, if you're able to see this man eradicate a a a, a record that we never thought would be broken, and this record will never be broken. I, I want you to understand. I want you to understand something: the, the gravity of of what he's doing. Okay. By the time he's done, this scoring record will be at forty thousand points i mean barring any kind of catastrophe of an injury this year or next year or whatever because he's gonna play like two more seasons because he can he's averaging 30 points a game right now at 38 years old 38 when kareem was finished with his career and he got the scoring record he was averaging 10 points a game barely out there playing just just getting these buckets up right This record will never, ever, ever be caught. When, when, uh, hell, um, always is when this record will last. It will last for always. Until the trees and seas just up and fly away. Always. Until the day that eight times eight times eight times eight is four. Always. Until the day that is the day that are no more. Always is when this record is going to stand. You will be in the grave. You will be reincarnated as as a butterfly in Bangladesh. You will be dust in the atmosphere. We We will have people living on Mars. And you can look at the NBA record books and LeBron James will still be at the top of that list. That's how great of a record this is. That's how far he's going to put this thing away. And that's how astonishing of what he's done. The dude came in at 18 years old, 18 years old and bald from day one. I think his rookie year, he averaged 19 points a game as an 18 year old versus grown ass men. You are never going to see that happen again. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to get a dude to come in from high school and ball like that. I mean, hell, they've changed the they changed the game. So hell, now you've got to play at least one year of college. But I think they're going to get rid of that. You can have high school players coming back in pretty soon, and there won't be a high school player that's going to come in and average twenty points a game in this league like that. The game has just gotten the game has just evolved too much. He came in at a time where he was able to be a, um, a, a a boy among men but still have that man body and that court savvy and awareness that was the thing about lebron that separated him from every all these other young dudes coming to the game kobe bryant came in as an 18 year old 17 or 18 and wasn't mature enough didn't have the court he just didn't have the court vision that lebron had didn't have the court awareness lebron had he was a scorer but his first couple of years he couldn't score because he had to get his man, man body up and learn how to play the game. LeBron James came into this as a damn man. Michael Jordan played two years of college, or he played two or three years? I think he played two years of college ball. Got some experience and was able to come into the league and and be ready to go. You're not going to see a LeBron James ever again. And the goal of basketball is to score. And stop the other team from scoring. Help other people score, right? Get the ball so your team can score again. LeBron James affects that more than anybody in this game ever has on so many different levels. You can say Michael Jordan is the most entertaining. He was the funnest to watch. That's all good. I could agree with that. You can say Kobe Bryant was an assassin. He was fun to watch. But the numbers only bear out that LeBron James is the greatest player of basketball that you have ever seen. There is, it's just a fact. He scored more than your favorite player ever has. He's assisted more than almost everyone except for three people in the game have ever done. He rebounds More than 30, he's the 32nd all-time leading rebounder, and he'll be in the top 20 when he's done. He's in every, game, hell, in steals, he's in the top 10 in steals. This, he is the greatest player of the game of basketball you have ever seen. He's the greatest player of, of the game of basketball that you might ever see. And I'm the type of guy who I hope I get to see somebody better than LeBron. I'm about the entertainment factor. I want to see somebody be better. I want to see somebody be greater. It always drives me crazy when I hear these these people talking about, oh, nobody ever be better than Michael Jordan to me. Then you're just somebody who can't deal with progress. Why Why? why would you ever want to watch a game and, and while you're thinking, in your whole mind, thinking, oh, I'm never going to see anything better than what I saw in 1996? Who does that? Who does that? Who goes into a game thinking, oh, man, this ain't never going to be funner than 1997? Man, I wish it was 1995. Man, we are in 2023, and and people are still holding on to 1995 and 96. The game has evolved. The players have evolved. There's going to be people better. There's going to be somebody who affects the game better than LeBron James. There just won't be somebody who affects it for the longevity that he had that makes them able to be the greatest player you've ever seen. This dude is basketball. He did, and 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 what he what he did, and what he's doing, is doing it against the world. Michael Jordan was playing against America, and and to be keeping real, a bunch of white dudes. Yo, he played in finals where his main competition at guard was Dan Marley. He played in another final where he was going up against John Stockton and Jeff Hornacek, and yes, you can say John Stockton's all time assist leader. John Stockton would not be a starter in today's NBA. That's just a fact of the matter. He would not start in today's NBA. Jeff Hornacek would not start in today's NBA. Well, they, they, he might start. He might start for the Houston Rockets, a team in the doldrums, right? I mean, that's just let's just be real about it. The game has gotten so much more talented. John Stockton had no left hand was able to survive in the NBA for all of them seasons without a left hand. Go look it up. You can YouTube John Stockton left hand, and literally people are breaking down this man could not use his left hand, but for some reason he made it to the Hall of Fame. That is the most shocking. That might be the greatest story of NBA history. John Stockton is in the Hall of Fame with no left hand. That might be the greatest story of all time. LeBron James has been doing this against the world. Michael Jordan benefited from playing in an era where there was no internet. LeBron James, you can, LeBron James has had access to his life, to his game, to his style from day one. Around the world, people were able to turn on their computer, find out where LeBron James was playing, what he was doing, and watch him, study him, learn from him. Michael Jordan, if you missed a Michael Jordan game, damn, you was just asked out. I remember I had to get home at a certain time to watch the games. If I didn't, I had to read about it or watch sports center. And and maybe I'll catch some highlights of a Michael Jordan game. Now you can't turn on the TV without them talking about LeBron James or the Lakers on every show. It's a segment of every single show. That is the global enormity of, of LeBron James. That is the global leveling of the game. Everybody can tune in and and find out how to defend, how to play, see what LeBron is doing. Michael Jordan never had that. There was an air of mystery about him because you didn't get to see him. This dude is dominating in plain sight. In plain sight for the world to see, he's been dominating the world. The talent level has has gone up and he has still been on top of that. At 38, he's still up there in the top five, top five players of the game. So I'm done with this GOAT conversation. I, I should have been done when once I saw it. Once he became the greatest player in the world for me, I, I want to say it was probably his second season with Miami. And people always want to go to, well, he had that finals against the Mavericks. Yeah. Just like Jordan had those divisional rounds and first rounds against everybody else. LeBron was just doing it at an earlier age. He had a terrible finals. Yeah, but he was when he when he had his terrible finals, that was the same age that Jordan wasn't even in the finals. So what do you want? Jordan had to learn how to get there and win. LeBron got there and had to learn how to win. But that second season with the Miami Heat, that dude became the greatest player I'd ever seen. It was like he was Neo in the Matrix. He was just seeing everything in slow motion. And I was like, I've never seen anything like this. This is it. He's shooting threes, he's passing the ball, he's defending, he's rebounding, he's point guarding, he's doing everything. This dude is insane. And then to be down 3-1 to the Warriors, the 73-win Warriors, the greatest team of all time in NBA season history, and come back and win that? Come on, man. Come on. Then win another championship with the Lakers? And and, and during the COVID bubble pandemic, like, come on, man. This dude is phenomenal and I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm not having the debate no more. If you want to talk to me about the greatest player of all time and you don't have LeBron James as the greatest player of all time, let's just not even have the conversation. I'm done arguing with people. I'm done trying to change your mind because obviously you just aren't about progress. You will not be swayed. So there's no reason for us to argue about it. Absolutely no reason. I just don't want to do it. It's going to be one of those Republican Democrat things. You stay on your side. I'll stay on my side. Okay. I don't want to hear about no Michael Jordan. I don't want to hear about Kareem. I love Kareem, but I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about no Kobe Bryant, especially rest in peace. But he ain't on that level. It's LeBron James. Greatest player of all time for always. And if you approach me talking about it, if it's not LeBron for you, let's just talk about the weather. Because I got nothing for you. Be back after the break. Ding dong, the Wicked Witch is dead. Ding dong, the Wicked Witch is dead. And by Wicked Witch, I mean Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry. And and I hate to be all joyous about this occasion because I love Russell Westbrook. I'm not one of these people out here hating on this man. He was one of my favorite players at one time. Like, that dude goes so hard. He still goes so hard. And it's just has unwavering belief in himself. The fact that he'd be out there, sh- he's a terrible shooter. But that dude, if you give him an open shot, he's going to shoot it. There is something about that to me that just makes me feel all warm inside. About somebody with that. Because, let me keep it real, that's just how I feel about myself. If I was on an NBA court, I don't care if I was shooting 11%. If I'm wide open, I'm shooting that damn ball. And if anybody got something to say to me about it, then we will talk about it later, but I'm shooting the damn ball. i just believe in me. That's how I, that's how I rock. I rock with people that rock like that. And Russell Westbrook is one of those dudes, but thank God he is gone because he was holding this team down. We needed more shooting. We needed just a whole different aura around the team and his $47 million this year was just hampering everything. But He's gone. They were able to trade him and get him up out of here. And the worst thing about it is they sent my man to Utah. Oh, I just can't imagine how anybody feels when they wake up and find out they've been traded to Utah. Because I've been to Utah, and it is dry and boring as hell. Hell, you can't even, I mean, you go to the club, and you you, you get bottle service at the club in Utah telling you for a fact this is how it goes down. And they're having the All-Star Game this year, which is going to be the most boring All-Star Game these dudes have ever had in their lives. You go to the club, they got electric pour spouts on the bottles because they can only serve you one shot at a time exactly exactly. And they got glass cases for your damn bottles. And they, I, don't know, I don't know. Maybe they changed it since I was there. But I was there a couple of years ago. And we had to. We sitting there with, with one drink waiting. Your, your bottle service girl got to come back and open the glass case and then pour you that single shot with your drink or whatever. it, it take you forever to get your, get your buzz on. Forever. I can't imagine being traded to Utah with all that. But being a rich black dude in Utah. Oh, my God. The worst. Ugh. Poor Russell. But we got some nice players back for them. And the best thing about the trade for the Lakers is they got NBA players back. We've been out there playing with a roster full. of. I mean, Christy was getting minutes. Austin Reeves is nice, but he should not be playing 20-some-odd minutes a game in uh, for an NBA playoff winning team, playoff team. That's just not how it should go down. We get Malik Beasley, a NBA player for real. You know what I'm saying? We got D'Angelo Russell back. He's coming back. Hide your phones, y'all. Your phones, but but D'Angelo Russell coming back, and I'm sure he's older, he's more mature. He ain't gonna be messing around and and snitching on people and making you know, causing turmoil in the locker room. But D'Angelo Russell's back, and what he brings is three point shot, right? He's not gonna be the one initiating the offense, he's going to be a spot up shooter with the Lakers because. LeBron and AD are going to take up so much work in that paint. He's going to be wide open and he can sit around and make threes. And I said this to my buddy, David Murphy, years ago. I said, the only hope for this dude becoming a really great player and winning championships. He he could not stay with the Lakers. When he got dropped to the Lakers, I was like, oh, he can't play here. He's just not explosive enough to really be a a, a a factor in the league. But what he can do is turn himself into a spot up shooter. That's what he's going to have a chance to do here with the Lakers. Be a spot up sniper from three because he's slower than molasses. He's not guarding anybody. He can't get into the paint without, he, he can't get his own shot without a million pump fakes. But what he can do is hit that three pointer and he's going to have to do that with the Lakers and Let's see if he can do it now when the sh- the lights are shining bright because the Lakers are in the 13th spot. They need to get a, get a couple of wins to get back up in there into the playoff hunt, and I think they will because now they've got a real NBA roster. They get Vanderbilt as well, who's a dope uh, defender and a power forward. Achimura is going to be dope. I mean, no, they've got real NBA pieces now around LeBron and AD. They're going to make a run at this thing because the West – I don't think the West is so far out that it can't it can't happen. I mean, I think the number one team right now is the Denver Nuggets. Right? Let me pull this up and just make sure I got this right. Hold up. Okay, so number one is the Denver Nuggets, thirty eight and eighteen. The Lakers are in thirteenth spot with twenty five and thirty one. To get to the play in, they gotta be what the the twelfth seed. At least 12, 26, 28. It's one game behind the Thunder who they just lost to. Warriors have missed Steph Curry for a while. Warriors at 28 and 27 at 9. Timberwolves are 30 and 28. So out of the eighth spot of definitely, you know, well, the seventh spot is 29, 27 is the Pelicans. The Lakers are four games back of the Pelicans. They can make that up. They can make that up. But the Pelicans are going to get Zion back, and so they're going to start shooting back up. The Suns had a monster trade. Kevin Durant going to the Suns is a monster because they're getting a dude who averages 30 points a game when he, whenever he's on the damn court. But they're also losing a lot of really good players. They, they lost Cam Johnson, who I think has the potential to be an all-star. Dope three-point shooter, power forward, tall, Gets rebounds, can shoot the three. They also lost Malik M- M- Mikhail Bridges. That's a huge loss. That dude was a dope perimeter defender and just a catalyst for their offense sometimes too, especially while Devin Booker was out. That's a huge deal to miss. Those two dudes, plus they lost Jay Crowder. That's three starters they gave up for Kevin Durant. And it's got to work now. They have no excuses to, they should ball... I don't know if I could put them as my favorite just because I don't know what's going to happen with Chris Paul. When's he going to get injured in the playoffs? Because, you know, that's coming. Kevin Durant, is he going to be healthy? Booker. Now, who plays defense for them? Kevin Durant is, a, you know, is a, is a, is a tall defensive presence, but he's not a defensive sh- perimeter shutdown cat. He's just tall, man. Chris Paul, old as hell. Devin Booker ain't playing no D. He can get you some buckets, but he ain't playing no D. Where they get the Z from? Now, they get, they were able to keep DeAndre Ayton, so that's a nice little deal right there. I think the Suns are going to move up, and they could challenge at, 20, what, what, at 30 and 27. I don't know if they're going to catch the Nuggets by eight games, but they could catch the Grizzlies at number two. They're only three games out of number two spot. And that's why the West is wide open right now with all these teams getting better and making these moves. I see the Lakers... Having a chance to make a little run. And I know I'm a Laker fan, so it sounds like, oh, you just being optimistic for the Lakers. Yes, I am. But when you got the GOAT and you got Anthony Davis, and now you got some real NBA players around them, I could see them making a run at this thing. Do not count the Lakers out. The Warriors. I'm counting them out. Steph is hurt right now, and they just admitted that they made the worst mistake in that NBA draft by taking... James Wiseman, because they just traded James Wiseman. And I hate to remind uh, all these these, the Warriors people, but y'all could have had LaMelo Ball. Y'all didn't take LaMelo Ball because yo, we got guards, we got perimeter players. Nah, 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 nah. We're going to take James Wiseman. He's going to be, no. Nah, that dude did not pan out. I saw him when he was at Memphis, and I could tell he wasn't going to pan out. Just couldn't couldn't play, couldn't stay on the court. Then he got the the violation stuff. I just never saw it with him that everybody thought was supposed to be this great thing. And it just never happened. I'm interested to see how it's gonna go down uh you know the second half of this season. I think the Lakers are going to make a run. And let's talk about the Nets real quick because that was a catastrophe. They got nothing. They had remember when when they got Kyrie Harden. Durant, everybody thought this was going to be the greatest thing ever. And they won one playoff round with those three players. And all that really goes to show you is you can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't have that one dude who makes it all work, it's all for naught. And this is something I talked about, you know, in past podcasts. Everybody ain't LeBron James. It just, we just discount that man's greatness so much. Just, you think that you're just going to put a super team together and it's all going to work. Nah, man, you've got to have, you've got to have one dude who is a savant among them all, who can make all the stuff work. And they just didn't have that. You had, you had attitudes, you had egos, you had injuries, and you just don't have one glue guy that makes it all happen. You've got to have a glue dude to make it all happen. That's why I think with the Suns, Chris Paul could make it work with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, because that is a glue guy. Although when it gets time for the playoffs, you know the glue starts breaking with him. He something something's gonna happen. But I'm interested. I'm really excited about the the second half of the NBA season. It's gonna be dog fights all the way down. Uh, on, the, on the east, we got the Bucks and the Celtics, who were my picks for the uh, the uh, the west. I mean, the Eastern Conference Finals. I, my picks in the Western Conference was the uh, the Pelicans and the Clippers. And now I think I'm changing it. I think I'm gonna go Suns Lakers. I'm changing. It. I'm going Suns Lakers. That's how much faith I got in the goat. The Lakers are going to the Western Conference Finals. Book it. You heard it here. And I, I'm just gonna hope and pray we'll be back after the break. All black Super Bowl is this Sunday. I mean, all black All black quarterback Super Bowl is this Sunday. Just always gotta remind people it's, it's Black History Month, so I just want to make sure that, that y'all understand we got two black quarterbacks in Super Bowl. You know, it, it's fantastic. It's the first time. It, it just just a reminder. Just want y'all to know, um, and. It's man, this is going to be a great game. Uh, this is a you've got so many storylines going here. You've got, of course, okay, we got the black quarterbacks, right? And, and they're two kind of not super different. I mean, you've got Patrick Mahomes, who is the greatest quarterback of all time, and then you've got Jalen Hurts, who has uh, it's a comeback story for him, right? I mean. In college, he got benched at Alabama, had to go to Oklahoma and prove that he could throw the ball and, and be a, a good quarterback and got to the league and had to prove that he was better than Carson Wentz. And then after last year, had to prove that he could actually be the quarterback for them when they got him some help. Now he, he he's runner-up in the MVP to Patrick Mahomes for, you know, I think, what is this, his second MVP? Yeah, his second MVP. Uh, and Jalen Hurts was a runner-up. Jalen Hurts could throw the ball, but he also is part of your run game which makes defenses go mad because they have to play 11-on-11 11 11 football. And that is an, an advantage for the Philadelphia Eagles. But on the other side, you got LeBron of football, and he just makes it happen with anybody that's there. So it's going to be a styles-make styles fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, can Patrick Mahomes overcome this defense, which has 70-plus sacks? 70-plus sacks. Sacks. I did not know that until a couple of weeks ago when I was getting ready to talk about the Niners and the Eagles. I was like, whoa whoa, "Whoa, whoa, 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 hold up! They got seventy plus sacks. There's no way the Niners will win this game. If the the Niners needed to have Lamar Jackson at quarterback to have a shot against them, Lamar Jackson. I mean, the the Niners needed Jalen Hurts at quarterback to have a shot against this Philadelphia Eagles defense. You've got to be able to run with your quarterback to take. Some pressure off your offensive line, so that the defense can't just pin their ears back and come after you. They've got to think about it, right? They got to think about something. And Patrick Mahomes can do that. Patrick Mahomes can run a little bit now. Is his ankle going to be okay and ready for this game? I mean, he's got two, he's had two weeks to heal that high uh, ankle sprain, and I think he should be okay. Uh, Jalen Hurts was coming in with a shoulder sprain and against the against the Niners. He didn't throw the ball particularly well, but he didn't have to. He's had 2 weeks to heal up. Is his is his arm totally healed? Is he going to be 100%? Andy Reid coached both of these teams in Super Bowls, right? Uh lost with the Eagles and I think that was 2004, lost in 2004, but you know, one with KC against the 49ers in 2019 and now He's back here against his old team. You got the Kelsey brothers, Kelsey, uh, Jason Kelsey, the center for the Eagles, who's a Hall of Famer. Um, You got Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Chiefs, who's a Hall of Famer. That's amazing. Have two Hall of Fame uh, brothers in your family. Insane. I am so excited for this game. Because there's a lot of things that are going to happen from this, right now. One, I would love to see Patrick Mahomes win because then we could really just start adding on to his goat legacy. And you know, nobody's ever going to. I I say nobody's ever because it's a hard thing to say. It's just really hard to to comprehend that somebody could win seven Super Bowls. Tom Brady went to ten, was able to win seven. Right, that's that's unbelievable. Did he go to ten or did he go to eleven? I mean, hold on, let me see. It was was ten. Yeah. He went to 10 and won One seven, seven, right? Yep. Okay. That's it's gonna be hard to ever to do that, right? And I know people want to say, well, that makes him the greatest quarterback of all time. No, you can't do that, right? Because for some of those, he wasn't Tom Brady. He was just a dude who was just not messing up. The end part of his career is when he was Tom Brady and everything was built around him and he was making things happen, right? But for the first three, it was uh just don't go out. This don't don't mess it up. Right, let our defense do the job, and let all these other you know little receivers who got really no credit, let them be the ones. I mean, Deion Branch is one of the dopest receivers that we've had in the league, and he was a, I think he was Super Bowl MVP uh, one year with with uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots, and he saved Tom Brady. Adam Vinatieri one year was the MVP, and he saved you know he he made Tom Brady's legacy a little bit as well. He's a great quarterback, but. For a couple of those, it wasn't really him. I would love to see Patrick Mahomes get a Super Bowl and add on to that legacy, but I also want to see Jalen Hurts win one so that now it opens up the door for more quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts, and people saying, oh, yo, okay, we can win with a dude who is a part of our running game because that is where the future is going. It's just there's there's just no other way around it. You're going to have as as defenses get faster, you've got to get – a dude who touches the ball all the time to be as fast or just a bit faster as well. And he has to factor into your running game. It just, it's just, it's unfair for an offense. If you're handicapped at that position, you've got to have a dude who can scare the defense with their legs as well. And yes, there are risks because the dude might get hurt, but, There's a risk every time you touch the football field. Every time there's a snap, there's a risk of somebody getting hurt. You drop back to pass and you hit the ground the wrong way and your foot, your cleat sticks in the ground. That's an ACL. Somebody hits you. uh, Somebody falls on your leg. Somebody hits you from the side. Like there's, there is no way to, to knock out the risk of football. So you have to just go out there and play. You go out there and play and you want to go out there and play with the most athletic and the most superior talent that you can find. That's it. This is where we're starting to see the meritocracy of football. It's starting to go to when things got super athletic and super fast, we've just got to raise the athletic ability of everybody on the field. And now it's no longer a crime to have an athletic quarterback. When for years, it was a crime. No, 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 no. You got to be back to just throwing the ball. Now you want dudes who can run. You want dudes who can extend the plays. You want dudes who, if they're touching the ball all the time, they should be athletic. They just should be the most athletic guy on your team. It just makes no sense why you wouldn't do that. So I want that for Jalen Hurts. I want, I want Andy Reid to get another Super Bowl because I think Andy Reid's a dope coach and he's been through a lot in his career and his life. I like Nick Sirianni. I think this dude is dope. Like I like his swag. I like his like, attitude. I love it all. I just don't know if Patrick Mahomes can make it happen. And This is what I talked about last week. We've gotten to the point with Patrick Mahomes where we underappreciate his greatness so much that we just expect it to happen, even though it shouldn't. He The, the Chiefs are not a better team than the Eagles. From top to bottom, they're not. Now, they might have the three best players in the game, right? Patrick Mahomes, uh, Travis Kelsey, and Chris Jones, possibly. But I might even throw... I might go Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, because I think Chris Jones is a beast on the defensive line for uh for Kansas City, and and Travis Kelsey is dope. I, I I those are the top four right there. I'm putting Jalen Hurts up in there a little higher because he's a quarterback, he touches the ball all the time. But then after that, it's all Eagles. I mean that defensive backfield is insane. That defensive front line is insane. The linebackers are are straight. On offense, Miles Sanders is a pro bowler. AJ, uh, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, you've got Dallas Goddard, they've they are they are stacked everywhere. This is going to be a hell of a matchup for Kansas City, and I don't know if he can get it done. But if he does, but if Patrick Mahomes is somehow able to overcome this game and win. I don't want to hear about Tom Brady anymore. I don't care. It's, it's just, I don't care about the ch- how many championships. I, I, I got eyeballs. I've watched. I can't remember one play in Tom Brady's career where I was like, oh my God, he just made this happen. Or, 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 or the Super Bowl was all about to- no, no, no. I remember plays the other teams didn't make that gave them the wins. I remember other plays that were made that gave the Patriots the win, Right. There is no signature Tom Brady move. I've watched Patrick Mahomes with my own eyes for the past four years, and I've never seen anybody play quarterback like this. He is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. He's got a Super Bowl. He's got two MVPs. Now now I'm, I don't need the rings because that's where it ends up going. We, we did that with Jordan. Whoa, whoa, he's got six championships. Dog, once they've won one, that's enough. They're in the championship world. Okay, not everybody's going to be fortunate enough to have the greatest team every damn year. Not everybody's going to be fortunate enough to have the greatest coach and the greatest GM of all time making moves and cutthroat moves to make sure that the team stays on the salary cap and gets the best talent and gets the best draft picks. Not everybody's fortunate enough to have that. It's called luck. But what luck ain't is when you're on that damn field and this dude is throwing sidearm. This dude is throwing lasers down the field. This dude is running for 20 yards. This dude is scrambling up the field and making things happen. This dude is throwing behind his back. He is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen in my life. And I don't think he's going to beat the Eagles. But if he does, shut up. No more. it's the same thing. I will not have the conversation anymore. I'm not even going to talk to people about it. And I will not entertain anybody talking about, oh, is this dude the best quarterback in the league? I don't want to ever hear Joe Burrow's name again. Do not disrespect this man like this again. I don't want to hear no Josh Allen. I don't want to hear Lamar Jackson, even though I will never hear Lamar Jackson because people will find a way to hate on that man too. I don't want to hear about anybody else. It's Patrick Mahomes and everybody else. With that being said, I'm picking the Eagles to win this game. I mean, hell, I got I got money on it, right? I got the Eagles to win the damn game. I just think they are too far and above supreme, supremely talented, and just, they've got everything, and it's not going anywhere. They're, they're set up, and they've got more draft picks. They're set up for the next few years. This is a dynasty in the making. If they can keep their quarterback healthy, oh my God, this is going to be scary. This is going to be scary. But I can't wait. I'm ready. This Sunday, I got the Eagles. I took the Eagles. Uh, I got them at minus one. I got them at minus two. I got them on a teaser as plus one. I'm just heavy on the Eagles. And I got the under at 49 and a half. I got another one where I teased it up to 51 because now it's at 51 as the over under. I just think it's going to be a, a a lower scoring game because of the defenses and the way that uh, Philadelphia wants to run. So I'm saying under. I'm saying under 51. Is that what it's at now? Under 51. And I got the Eagles. I know the Eagles right now are uh, minus one and a half. I'm taking that. You know, hell, NFL scores are usually from one to three points is the difference. One and a half, you can't lose with that. I mean, two points, most likely it's going to be a, a more than two-point victory. I'm taking the Eagles and the other. Kevin, what you got? Uh, I'm going to go a different way, <laughs> although Whoa. I agree with a lot of what you said, but uh, I think the Chiefs are going to pull it off. I do believe it comes down to the Chiefs offensive line and giving Mahomes time to orchestrate and pick apart the Eagles defense. They clearly have a great defense, but I got the uh, I got the Chiefs winning 24-21. Oh, okay, okay, 24-21. That still keeps us under the under. I, I like that. I like the under. I unders. believe, yep. Yep. I like the under. I just like it the other way. But, oh, that's our show for the week. Y'all have a great Super Bowl weekend. Enjoy. Again, I'm Reggie Watkins. You've been listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review, subscribe, comment, but no hating. And if you like the show, tell a friend, share it, send it, text it, whatever you got to do, make sure you find us at the Believe Podcast Network. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. And anywhere else you find your damn podcast. See y'all next week. Peace.